terrorize the world. Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast from the Black Lagoon. I'm Brian. And I'm Nick. And today we are talking about Green Inferno. This is, uh, Nick, you recommended this one. I, this is pretty cool. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, this is kind of a big movie on Netflix now. It's been on the popular list for, for a while. Um, basically, what is this, uh, Eli Roth, right? Yeah. He did Hostel mm-hmm. 1 and 2. He did uh, Clown, okay. which I thought was a good movie. Uh, I can't I can't really think of anything else that he's done, but he's known as a uh, <clears throat> like a uh, shock yeah. director. I mean, throughout throughout this whole film, I was really getting like a Cannibal Holocaust vibe. I mean, the the movie mm-hmm. seems to kind of nod to that. Um, for, so, quick plot summary here: in in Green Inferno, a college student goes to Peru with an activist group to stop the destruction of a rainforest. On their way back home, the plane crashes and they are imprisoned, captured, you know, threatened by a cannibalistic tribe. I, oh boy. So as I was watching this movie, I kind of was confused about how to feel about it. Because I really think it starts on a really flat note. Like, the dialogue and the writing was horrible at the beginning of the film. And I'm it really redeemed itself near the end there because it kind of came into its own. But... Like, it felt like it was trying so hard to make a statement about, like, activism and human rights, but it, the writing just wasn't up to par to do that seriously. And it just became so, like, it felt very oblivious. And then it kind of, it kind of became clear after the plane crash and after the protagonist was put through a few traumatic events that the main characters are supposed to be shallow. Like, like the point of the movie is is kind of... With, with the main character's arc, she's supposed to be, you know, so invested in human Typical. rights and deforestation and all these, like, very much, like, screaming from the sidelines from a very comfortable place in America. This is wrong. This should be different. I, you know, I'm, I am a warrior for everything that should be right in the world. But she's doing it from a very comfortable college campus from a rich family. And she doesn't really know what the world is like. So she's, you know, yelling about all these, all these different events. And then... What does it take to get her active, a really handsome group leader of an activist uh, group to kind of lull her into Peru, where she realizes very quickly that she's not there to save the rainforest. The moment things turn sour, she realizes and really makes it clear to the viewer, this isn't what I want. Like, I, I just want to go home. And it's this great, like, that, that works for me. Like, even though the movie got there in a really messy way and they could have been a little bit more artful about it, I like the fact that the movie is somewhat self-aware about how shallow the characters were, and then they kind of make it as like a almost like a coming-of-age thing, where she's like, oh, okay, maybe I'm not all about the rainforest and all about human rights. Maybe I just don't know the world that well, and maybe bad things just happen, and I'm not like the ultimate conscience of, of the universe. Maybe I need to figure things out. And I like that. That's kind of a cool way to end it after you know, uh, very gratuitous and violent scenes that I think were pretty well done, practical effect-wise. Um, that was kind of cool. I mean, again, the movie was sloppy, and 
I at one point after I hear hear your input about this film, I'm going to officially introduce the worst line award um, to our to our podcast. There are two lines in this movie that by far are probably the worst things I've ever heard. But we'll we'll get there oh in a moment. Boy. So give me your oh give boy. me your uh, your <laughs> your ten cents on this. So overall, I ha- I I as well had mixed I have mixed feelings about this film itself. Uh, like on one hand, I like I like what it does, uh, special effects wise, practical effects wise. Greg Nicotero. When I saw mm-hmm. his name in the credits, I immediately knew that we were in for a fucking treat. We were in for a gory, spectacular, just eye candy money shot yeah. everywhere. The characters in this movie are just teeth grittingly annoying as shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I can't tell you how many times I sat there face palming my fucking head mm-hmm. to the point where it just left left red marks all <laughs> over my forehead my my big ass forehead. Uh I I, I, I don't I just I don't I don't like the characters there there are a lot of laughable mistakes that these characters made especially after the plane crash uh, <laughs> like walking into the moving propeller <laughs> I yeah that that scene I I just I just sat there for a good minute just baffled. How stupid do you have to fucking be? I, like, I understand. Shell shock, maybe. Shell shock, but there's there's a propeller. Yeah, I know. You know, it's it's still it's still moving. Don't maybe not go in front of it. <laughs> but that happened. Uh, when all the uh, native people of the land show up and start attacking. What really didn't make any sense to me is why they killed off the one female. They shoot her in the neck with a with, with mm-hmm. a bow, and and then all I stunned all of, the others, <laughs> and just stunned all the others. Like why? Well, what was the point of that? Like I I, I get. I don't know. It's like you'd I, think if they were gonna kill one person, it'd be the most threatening person on board. <laughs> but I think it's just they need to start with a kill count, and it was forty minutes into the movie. They're like, all right, we've got to, we'll, we'll shoot one of them. <laughs> we will kill one of them, I, and I guess. we'll get an arrow death in there. But you're right. Like, why not stun everybody? It's just more food for you, you would think. But I couldn't relate or get invested in any of these characters, and that's my biggest. Mm-hmm. My, that's my biggest problem with this film is overall I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I didn't give a fuck about any of these characters. I could care less. I just wanted to watch them all die. The main character is so annoying <laughs> when she jumps when, when they're when her and the one guy is make an escape and they're crossing the river and she falls yeah. and and she's like well, I, I can't remember his name, but she keeps calling out his name over and over and over again, and it felt like forever. It felt like two <laughs> minutes had gone by, and she's still calling out his name. I'm like, you gonna say something else? Because you're starting to piss me off. I know. I am starting to get angry. I want you to drown. <laughs> I want something bad to happen to you. To happen to you. Like, really? 
really, you're you're pissing me off. One but, of my favorite things about the movie is this idea that that the the solution to all human rights issue issues around the world is live streaming. I love this so much that whenever anything you have any like cultural issues or or moral dilemmas, the answer is point a camera at somebody and film. So uh, what I thought was happening was this is like Eli Roth trying to do another one of these like oh I'm so you're gonna <laughs> I'm glad you like that so much. <laughs> these these is our guns. Oh, these are exactly. Our guns. There's so, so many things horrible. like that. What they should have done, Eli, I think Ross should have played up this whole idea he was doing of college students maybe, you know, trying to fill shoes that they, they, they can't just yet, trying to take on every problem in the world before they really understand it. He could have done that where it was uh, the, the college students themselves who had this idea that you can live stream and that's how you solve problems, rather than the guy who was heading this activist group and rather than showing that it actually worked on multiple occasions, I thought that was a very odd decision. Um, because that, that just, if, if the, I, I struggle to say that there's really like a purpose behind this whole film, I and mean, it was just a fun movie, but if one of the claims he was trying to make was the world's more complicated than these people think it is, maybe pressing record shouldn't solve all of the issues, you know? like all the time that that just seems a little bit strange to me i also love when um the protagonist is trying to claim that she's american to um the the militant group she says american internet camera cell phone like she's just shouting <laughs> i thought Pizza, that was so coffee, great because football. it wasn't even written in as a joke she's just like what would it, uh, internet cell phone record like like okay american <laughs> Yeah, that was perfect. Hey, if you love what you've been hearing so far, please consider supporting Nick and I on Patreon. We put loads of work into all of the podcasts that we do, and we've created our own little network. So you can be one of our first supporters. Just go over to Patreon to the Black Lagoon Network. That's patreon.com slash BLN. You can support all of our shows there. It was so funny. I um okay. I need to I need to introduce this worst line award. I I, I mentioned it before. Oh boy. There were two lines in this sorry. film that I immediately said, "Oh, we need to introduce a new segment into our podcast." Like that's it. This movie is that's it. One is when the protagonist is leaving college and she's looking at her roommate, and her roommate says, "I think you're a hundred percent wrong." And what does the protagonist say? I think you're a hundred percent whore. Somebody wrote that into the script and didn't even think twice about it. Oh, I think the idea oh, was like it didn't fit the tone or anything. I think the idea was like, oh look, they're you know they're rough on each other, but they love each other. They're just buds. And, Shakespeare. You know. yeah. <laughs> Shakespeare would be coming in his pants oh, right now. Man, the best. Mm, 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 yes. And oh. Nick, I feel like this will be one of your favorites. I, I just. This, this to me screams like this is your humor in my mind. I don't I don't know if it's true or not. But during all of the craziness in in this film, when they're captured in this cage, and people are dying and being eaten left and right, we have this gem of a line: "What's wrong with you? Everyone's dying, and you're just jerking off." <laughs> yes. Who wrote I that into the script? <laughs> I I was baffled when I saw that when I when that scene played out. I, I just heard I know and 
I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Someone is made somebody that. jacking off right now? Somebody created that scene out of nothing. It didn't have to be there. They made it and added it in, and everybody saw it and gave it a thumbs up. The sound guy it's... worked on it. <laughs> like, everybody was on board and oh, nobody yeah. said, should gonna, we do this? I'm going to get a microphone, and I'm going to take <laughs> some mac and cheese, and I'm just going to start pounding into it. Just, yeah. That, that scene let... That scene alone, best scene ever. Like, 10 out of 10, like, you know, like something Alfred Hitchcock would oh, film. Oh, absolutely. Totally. Oh, oh. I just want a whole movie of him just sitting there jerking off, and that that's it. That's just it. Just, you know, you just got to relieve stress, man. Oh. Just got to relieve your stress. Uh, so, one thing we, we really should have addressed from the get-go... Um, Clearly, the selling point of this movie is is the gore and the practical effects, and I mean that that's kind of maybe the only redeeming factor of the entire film. Um, I like to think so. Yeah. Oh, you didn't think so? I mean, no, I like to think so. Oh, you other like to think so? That, okay. Other than that, I can't really say. Actually, besides practical effects, the gore and everything. The place where this movie was filmed, perfect. Yeah. Perfectly shot. It was beautiful. Uh, Some of the scenes were actually really, yeah. really beautiful. Oh, yeah. That was great. Oh, yeah. Um, but other than that, characters, I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Kill them. Kill them all. Do it. Kill them. Strike them down <laughs> with your anger. Emperor Palpatine, this, this bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was a shock film. And it was, it was shocking. I guess. I mean, it was it was your kind of typical. I throughout the film, besides the beginning parts and everything, everything that took place on the island, every every encounter with the the natives, uh, the the tribe, I I have to say that it was very intense. Yeah. I. The spider, the spider scene when when the guy's taking a leak, I, I no, <laughs> no, I was freaking out. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to see this guy's dick get bitten off by a tarantula. <laughs> that is horrifying. Yeah, but I think that this movie had a lot of tension, and it was well spent in in certain spots of the film. That, that's another redeeming quality I, I have to give to this movie. Other than that, I, I mean, I couldn't... I don't I don't necessarily care about the characters, but given, given the thought that if I put myself in that certain situation or I'm witnessing this currently, this is horrifying. Yeah. This is, like, teeth gritting. Like, imagine, you know, you're fat, and you get captured by a bunch of cannibals. Or, you're the or first just one you're to go. you, like, or you're just whoever you are now, and you get captured by cannibals. Like, no, no matter what, it's terrifying. <laughs> it is terrifying, but you're the first one to go, though. If yeah. you're obese, you're an overweight, Amer- typical American. You know, they're like, this, this motherfucker looks delicious. Yeah. Let's let's put some fucking barbecue rub on that son of a bitch. Mm. Oh yeah. I actually I actually liked bon that episodes. character. Um he was like the only character out of everyone that I was like remotely like, oh, I kind of like him. Yeah, he was sweet. Yeah. 
and but like he died and it's like oh there's nobody left that i care about all right hey the movie has begun his, <laughs> we'll see what happens his screams his screams kind of reminded me of of an episode on south park it's actually a recent episode uh where randy kills off winnie the pooh he kind of does a uh what was that one movie that we watched uh i can't remember what it was called you remember was that one scene where uh the guy gets captured and he has handcuffs on and he strangles he strangles the uh the the uh police officer kind of garrets him cuts his throat uh what was the... I don't know what that movie was, but I know what you're talking about. I remember the scene. Yeah, it was basically making a reference to that. I can't... It was a good movie. Uh, not Shawshank Redemption. Was it uh, um... No Country for Old Men? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. No Country for Old Men. But the screams that Winnie the Pooh was making... Reminded you of No Country so for Old similar. Men? Sounded so similar. Oh, in South so Park, okay. To, to, <laughs> Uh, the fat guy's death. Yeah. He was like scream. I was like, all I could think of was Winnie the Pooh being <laughs> cut up by cannibals yeah. or whatever. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I don't know where to. What is there to say about this movie? It, it's like I wouldn't recommend it to somebody exactly. I. It's like a, it's a movie you'd watch with a buddy. Like you're just like, do you want to throw something on couple, and just kind of laugh and be shocked? Sit down, and, have have a couple of drinks. Yeah. You know, it's something to put on in the background. It's something something that I would put on if I'm cleaning my room or cleaning the house. Right. You know, just you know, something to wake up to in the mornings. <laughs> just cannibals eating people. Why not? Now one good day. one thing I want to do. We need to watch Cannibal Holocaust and cover it on the show. And then we can do a side-by-side side and really determine, is the space that Eli Roth was trying to do with this film already taken? Did he really do better or worse, or was it just a nod to it? I want to see the original film, which is huge. Like it, It's a really controversial film. I want to watch that and really kind of decide. Uh, I definitely would love to compare yeah. uh, both films, definitely. Definitely. It would be an interesting side-by-side side comparison. Now... Uh, now, there's one scene in this movie that kind of just made me... Well, scratch that. The masturbation scene also made me go, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but the other one that made me really go, what the fuck, was the dream sequence towards the end of the movie. I really felt like an American Werewolf in London vibe. Do you remember just that the crazy dream sequences they'd, they'd sew into that film? I kind of got that vibe out of it. <laughs> But that was understandable. That made sense. Yeah, this had no purpose at all, right? I this mean, this had is just no fucking purpose. <laughs> like you could take it out of the movie and just pick up where she just wakes up, like, oh, it's just a nightmare, you know? That that whole scene just ridiculous. Yeah, like I stupid. It's I just really there. feel like it's just somebody there to be shocking. Exactly. That's exactly it. I really feel like somebody just really admired the dream sequences out of American Werewolf. And was just like, I want to do something like that. Just really just freakish, like, body horror stuff that just screwed it, like, right there in the film. And they waited until the very end of the final act to throw it in there. But there's no lead up and no purpose. And it's just like, okay, that's there. But, I mean, and, and that's a good, that's a good um, segue here. She was biting the head of the activist group who, who would... Uh, 
was supposedly left back on the island or, or back in mm-hmm. Peru rather and um, the film decides to cut through the credits real quick to show a picture of him on the satellite did you see that part no I didn't if you sit back through the credits for like a minute it isn't even like at the very end there's a little audio call that comes on and somebody says something along the lines hey I see that guy I opened up a satellite photo and I see uh, a picture that looks a lot like him and it's just that guy from a satellite shooting down on him just walking in the forest and it's like okay why so I guess he survived but they're they're acting like it's like like a Marvel villain who survived a war and now he's got a sequel coming. It's like, what? He just, There's... he just stayed behind. Like what, what are we, is he going to rule Peru? Like what's going to happen? Why would we yeah, visit I... Peru again? He just, I, he made uh... a deal with a gas company and then brought activists here and then was imprisoned. He wasn't like a, what is there to follow up? <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I just I didn't stay long enough to see that scene because after the movie was done, I was just like goodbye. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm going to bed. Right. That's that's it. That's it for me today. I, I've seen enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, I had high Overall, hopes for this film. I I went in with uh, I don't know. I went in with low expectations. Did you? I, I just heard hostile, and I was like, oh, maybe maybe he's really got something here. And then, no, he, I don't know. It's it's hit, it's hit or miss with Eli Roth, okay. to be honest. It really is. I enjoyed uh, his movie Clown. I, I haven't seen it. I think, that's, I think that's what it's called. It's called Clown. Uh, it's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I've watched it multiple times. I would definitely recommend watching that movie. Uh, I definitely recommend covering it yeah, as well. Okay. I so yeah. I think we're we're done with this. <laughs> we're done other with this than movie. That, <laughs> other than that, I have nothing else to say about this movie. It this was, movie was uh, I, it was a roller coaster of what the fuck. Uh, watching a guy masturbate. Watching a stupid person walk into a fucking helicopter. Not not helicopter. <laughs> Airplane propeller. Yeah. <laughs> that scene was ridiculous. What were you thinking? <laughs> what were you on? Were you smoking the wacky tobacco? <laughs> I get. Oh no! Oh my god! No. Yeah, that's Let's, right. <laughs> we just completely forgot. Completely <laughs> forgot. The the stoner of the group has this great idea after um, <laughs> the one female Kills um, protagonist decides to kill kill herself after she finds out that her girlfriend was killed uh so she just fucking slits her throat with a you know piece of broken like ceramic shard yeah yeah and then which came out of nowhere for me i was like oh okay uh and then they decide oh i'm gonna take this the rest of my fucking weed i'm gonna stuff it down her throat with like a prod like they were like jamming it down like there's nothing sacred for you your friend just killed herself and you're like well they eat people and we have weed can we jam weed into the person (laughs) can we make them consume gigantic quantities and for some reason it made everybody in the entire village ridiculously high i don't think there was enough for that was there (laughs) uh 
It's a different. It's a different type of uh, high when you can, when you eat it. Oh, that's true. To smoking it. That's very true. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. So you're gonna have to call up your buddy Joe Rogan because he <laughs> knows what it's called. It's like uh, hydroxy cannabinoid uh, something. Uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know, but it. It's very. It's very much more psychoactive. Yeah. Than, than smoking it because it's you're you're uh, it's processing it through your liver, so uh so yeah I w- it would be, very understandable that they would act that way. So I wondered. Was I it laughed. Not- I. <laughs> I was laughing so hard when, when the stoner was like, "Oh no, they got the munchies." And oh they're like my trying God. to eat his fingers. What and was, I'm thinking. That made it a B movie in thinking, my book. Like, oh, that they, was they're, they're the craving. one joke you needed. Yeah. They're craving finger food, man. They need their <laughs> finger food. Chicken, like, you know, like chicken strips. That's basically <laughs> what your fingers are, phalanges. You're like delicious, not really uh, bony, bony chicken yeah. strips. But. I was laughing. That 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 scene overall is probably my favorite scene out of this entire film. <laughs> I couldn't. It was so just over the top, just yeah. out of nowhere. They have the munchies. <laughs> Run away. And then just a swarm of fucking cannibals just grab him and all I could think of is Walking Dead. Here we go. Oh yeah, definitely. They're just like tearing him apart. Oh, so sick, so <laughs> awesome. Other than that, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm glad that I'm glad that I remembered that. Me too. Because I would kind of I would have been disappointed if we didn't cover yeah. that. So other than that, overall, what would you? I don't what even. What would you rate this film? Like, would I recommend it to a friend? No. Would I recommend it to, to two people who are really bored and looking for something to do and they happen to have the DVD underneath a cabinet that they haven't moved for a really long time and they're like, oh, we have an old Blu-ray like player a- and we have, for some reason, Green Inferno. <laughs> Should we watch it? We already have pizza on the way. It's like, if you have no Wi-Fi and no access to anything else, yes. In any All other circumstance, imagine- no. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I could imagine is somebody with, like, a chest that has a bunch of locks on it and it's like keep out and you just open it up and it's just green inferno that's (laughs) it poltergeist that's all it is it's just like oh you just opened up pandora's box you have the trauma film poltergeist that we did on thanksgiving and then you have this this movie in there (laughs) poltergeist is a lot better oh come on don't do this (laughs) (laughs) there's no way no i'm kidding Tra- trauma is supposed to be I know. shitty. Yeah, you're it's you're shitty. right. You're right. Yeah, there's a point for it to be that over the top. Yeah. because it's trauma. I actually agree. I agree with you. Okay, because, we. Yeah, we need to get out of here. I think we're done with this movie. I I I, I probably wouldn't recommend it. There are redeeming factors. It's on Netflix, and it's like, yeah, you can play. It's it. fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. That I feel like that's kind of our consensus with a lot of so, movies like this. So, other than that, uh, let us know what you think. Uh, let us know what you would like to hear from us. And we hope to see you in the next episode. Absolutely. Definitely. All right. Well, you, know, you can find us on any podcast provider, and you can find us on YouTube. So, however you like to listen to this content, we are there. And, I mean, seriously, you know, it's all free. 
give us a listen. We love to have you guys around. Recommend a movie, whatever you want to do. We love doing this, and we hope to uh, to keep it going. So, all right. And we love you. Bye. Yep.